Hey everybody, welcome to this Xbox Life episode number 560 titled Cash Grab. This is the show about gaming, Xbox, Microsoft stuff, news, anything else you want to talk about. My name is Rob, also known as Presar on Xbox Live. And with me, as always, I got my good buddy, Mr. Mark. Howdy folks, rock and stone forever. Rock and stone. <laughs> Yeah, real quick, uh, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Xbox. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of Microsoft. So I know what you've been playing lately. <laughs> I don't know if <laughs> I our listeners I to, do. I forgot to give my gamer tag. Oh, <laughs> I went right into I, my little chant. Oh. Hi, I'm Mark, also known as Wingman709 on Xbox Live. <laughs> also known as the Gunner. Gunner. Yes. And so, I am the engineer. So uh, what, what you've been playing lately? I honestly, I look back and it's like, I've played one game this week. <laughs> I'm not talking about mobile stuff. I play a lot of my mobile. I'm just I'm not going to go through that list because it's pretty much the same stuff every week. But um, for Xbox deep rock galactic um you know we've talked about this for a couple of weeks now i believe because um but this week it went 1.0 it came out of game preview i guess it's been in game preview for what two years rob yeah since february of 18 so this week wednesday um which would have been the 13th that was yesterday it went full on 1.0 full retail release um so it's available out there for everyone and uh rob got me he was talking to me back when it was still on well we told you rob and i and we were talking about it earlier today as we were playing around um rob you'd mentioned to me that like i remember yes. talking about this game a long time ago and both of us are going like eh doesn't look like it would interest us and then rob somehow ended up getting to try it and then liked it and kept playing it but two couple weeks ago, you got me in and I was like, oh, no, it doesn't look interesting. I don't think I'd like it. But I'm like, well, I'll play it. It had a four hour trial. So I'm like, I'll try that. And just the end of the four hours, that very first day we were playing, I bought it. <laughs> yeah. Um, now that the retail came out, I upgraded to the deluxe version to get all the DLC. And <laughs> <so old>. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's all I'm playing right now. I really do enjoy it. Um, it's different. Uh, I still worry that it might become more um, like the same thing, you know, might because it, it basically it is the same thing over and over. But like you said, the dungeons are always different. You never know what you're going to run into. And vastly play. different, which basically yeah. changes how you have to play the game. Yeah, like I tried playing as a driller. I'm like, I really seen the value of having a driller on the team, especially when you're trying to escape to the pod. Oh yeah. But the map that the the one the one time I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go as a driller. We had this big tall. It was like top to bottom, like, and it was all open, massive cavern. So like, it's like crap. I wish I had my gunner because I need <laughs> zip lines right now. The gun, the driller does me no good. <laughs> So it it's uh yeah, you really you benefit from your teammates. Like I don't know how many times like I've gone to Rob and it's like, you know, I'm like, I'll be on my zip line hanging way up. I'm like, Rob, can you see me? 
yeah, can you throw a platform below me? And he throws one out there and then I can drop off my zip line to get to some other materials that I couldn't get to from hanging from the line. So, um, you or know, you'd he, fall to your death if you, yeah. you detach. So it's, uh, it's neat. You get everyone has their different, the four different characters have very different abilities. They have different weapons. Like you don't, you don't get the mix and match. Like if you're the gunner, you got, you know, like the Gatling gun and a pistol. You don't get the flamethrower. If you want the flamethrower, you play as the scout or no, sorry, as the, the digger, digger. The driller. So um, they all have their different weapons and stuff. So playing as the different characters also varies the gameplay, uh, makes it different. You really play it differently when you are a different type of character. So, but uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. Um, I'm finding new stuff now with the 1.0. Um, I'm finding more stuff like I was in earlier today and uh, I saw something glowing like the wall. Like there was nothing there on the rock wall, but there was a glow. I'm like, why is that glowing? So I kind of hammered my way up to it and opened it up and found this big giant gem. You know, I'm like, sweet. You know, I don't know what this is, but it's big and I'm carrying it back to the mule. <laughs> it's expensive. All I know is it's going to get me something somewhere down the road. So, but, uh, yeah, so there's like hidden things to find and, um, uh, it's neat. Like I found, <coughs> I found two batteries and I was like, Oh, I know there's a, there's a, uh, what do they call those things? Like a supply cache or something or a supply crate. So if you put the batteries yeah. and you take them to the crate and then you repair the crate, the crate opens and spits out tons of gems and rocks and materials. Plus, it gives you a loot that you can capture. And usually it's a skin so far of some sort. Yeah, some so kind of nice cosmetic. To, yeah, cosmetic. So it's fun to to find those things too. So but um that that's the new jam right now. So if you're looking for me, that's probably where you'll see Rob. Rob and I for on Xbox, we're probably playing that game. Yeah. So that's so that's, that's it. it for me. <laughs> All right, so for me, big surprise, I've been playing a lot of the um, Deep Rock Galactic. As Mark mentioned, I'm the, I'm the engineer, getting pretty close to um, having that promotable, prestigeable, whatever you want to call it. In Roblox it, terms, it's called a rebirth. Is it level 20 or 25? 25. Oh. So 25, you go back to one, <laughs> level one. But you get a star, right? Yes. But does your stuff reset? You keep you, the you do keep stuff. Um, I don't remember exactly what it was. I want to say you do keep the perks, and I don't know. What about like I, all your weapon upgrades? Do those go away? Mm, I'm not sure. But some people have been sticking around. Like we saw one guy. So okay, so your your character um, classes. They have ranks, right? Um, you know, one through 25. And then you have a player rank. And so, yeah. what? I think I'm seven and you're eight, I think. Yes. Is usually switch over like a game ahead of me. And we saw a guy today that was level 844. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> that wow. That dude's been playing. Play much? <laughs> That's I bet a he's a dev. Yeah, you know, I was kind of wondering about that, but uh, actually yesterday they had the devs doing a live stream, 
and it was kind of interesting watching the guys and hearing them talk and they're all out of Denmark. So it was a big time shift for them. Cause it was like for us here in the States, it was, you know, like early morning, not well, not early, but like mid morning. And for them, it was like dinner time and they're talking about, you know, we're up, you know, just uh, done with breakfast and they're talking about getting dinner, getting pizzas yeah. and stuff, but they're playing and those guys are good. Those guys are really good. But I think I told you yesterday, Mark, one thing that was comforting was even those guys playing, there were a lot of missions where like only one guy survived getting back <laughs> in the drop shit. Yeah. And the rest got wiped out, but it might've been at a super hard level. I'm not sure. Cause some of the levels that they played were just insane. There was one that looked really interesting and uh, we've never encountered one quite like this. Uh, I don't know if you have when you've played by yourself, but it was basically a large cavern, but it was like a large cylinder. So it was like a shaft. Almost. Yeah. And I remember this guy, you know, this one guy who was the main one that was streaming, he's a scout. So he's like zip lining or grappling <laughs> all over the place. And then across the way, he's like, looking, And then you, you see a driller just drilling like his way up the wall, like making his own like stairway, <laughs> Uh huh. you know, as he like circles around just so he can get up. And I'm, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, man, that kind of map or that kind of, uh, yeah, uh, I'll say map that kind of map that you get. I mean, you're really hindered if you're an engineer or if you're actually engineer is the one that gets, gets it probably the worst. The driller can drill readily, but then you as a gunner, you would be okay if you had sufficient zip lines and then the scout could just go everywhere. Right. Yeah. See the, but that's the problem is you run out of zip lines. Yeah. Just like you probably as the engineer run out of platforms. Yep. Yeah. There's, I think I get 24. I get like uh, three zip lines. So it's uh. Three, that's it yeah <laughs> or that's what it feels like no i think it's i think it's only three i'll have to double check oh so those it's not a lot i know i've run out and without yeah. even using very many yeah i know in some games there's, I, I just look and there's like zip lines everywhere so you must have replenished because we've had two gunners in the map yeah <laughs> but uh yeah the the game's pr pretty cool and uh it definitely you know, hits that like exploration and collecting um, itch because as you go through the map, it's like you come out of the dropship, uh, you know, when you're at the beginning of the game and it's like, what's around here? You know, it's like you have no idea because no two maps are ever even close to the same. It's like you have no idea. Are you going to drop, fall to your death? <laughs> mm -hmm. And that was, that. oh, that reminded me, I don't know if, I was going to tell you, I remember you were walking and then you went into some, like, uh, you went up over a hill and then you like fell and I just hear you like scream, <laughs> like ah! <laughs> splat. <laughs> yeah. And I was maybe like 10 seconds behind you. Cause I was messing around in the other room. And then I'm like, Oh, like did you fall. I, I forget what I said. And then <laughs> I went up. And over. Ah! <laughs> I lost like half my health when I hit the ground. So that was funny. It's like I followed exactly in your footsteps. Like 
you know, 10 seconds later. But uh, yeah, the game is pretty cool. Uh, I've actually told a couple of coworkers about it. And um, there was one guy that I was talking to yesterday. He was telling me that uh, he, you know, he was kind of skeptical, but he gave it a shot because there was a, a, the free trial, which I think Mark, you said is no longer out there. Um, you didn't see it. Well, so I'm not sure, but our, our buddy, uh, Bo, uh, he, I was talking to him today on the phone and talking to him about it. And I'm like, just try this. You know, he's like, all right, I'm back on Xbox. Uh, when are you going to come play? And I'm like, I said, I play deep rock galactic every night. You're welcome to join me. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have it. I'm like, well, just buy it. It's like 30 bucks. I said, go do the four hour trial. Well, he went to look. And he couldn't find it. He said, it doesn't, it just, he's like, it's 30 bucks. I'm like, he's like, oh, well, it's just 30 bucks. So he bought it. Yeah. So I'm hoping that when we're done with the show tonight, that uh, he'll be able to join us for some, we can get him in. And then of course, Brun played it last week. So I don't know about the four hour trial, but we're yeah. getting, the word's getting out, at least within our community. Uh, so hopefully others out there will be able to join us um, oh, yeah. and play. It's, it's fun. Uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I was talking to my buddy and he tried it and he goes, Yeah, as soon as the trial ran out, he's like, I bought it immediately. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, that that's that's pretty much about it, you know. So when you first look at it, it looks kind of weird, you know. People are judgy. I was I definitely was, but uh it's definitely a cool game. Um it's about the gameplay. Yeah. It's it's not a story, it's not visually stunning. It's, it, uh, it has its own art style. It does. Yeah. That but like, it, it's, it's like about polygon. the gameplay. Yeah. Absolutely. So, and, and the teamwork. Yeah. And so this game came out from, um, what, Coffee Stain and, oh, man, I can't remember. What's what's the uh, developer? <laughs> I'll remember? look it up here. Deep, deep something? It's, no, that's the um, name of the game. Coffee, oh, Ghost Ship Games Ghost and Coffee Ship, Stain yeah. Studios. Yeah, so uh, this Ghost Ship was founded like four years ago, I believe, and Coffee Stain is the one who's publishing it. So uh, people might be familiar with Coffee Stain already. They made Satisfactory, which came out last year. It's kind of like a 3D version of Factorio, if you ever played that one. And uh, they're probably best known for Goat Simulator. Which has been around oh. for quite a while, but is that is that coffee stain? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! I've played some Goat Simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my son loves playing that game, and I just look at it. I'm like, "What is this? <laughs> I don't understand it." But uh, uh, the um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, so Ghost Ship, they got founded a couple of years ago, and I was looking at their website very small team it's like 21 people total including just a couple of developers a couple of coders but uh their company motto is very apt and it's co-op first so here's a company that is making a co-op game and i've got to say that in terms of co-op the co-op nature of deep rock galactic is by far one of the best that yeah. I've seen, you know, just from the fact of the characters working together and relying on each other and even how they've made it like, you know, where, um, like 
don't know if you do this, but every time a player joins, like somebody joins us mid game and they come crashing through and, you know, out of the drop pod, like right next to me. First yep. thing I do is like rock and stone. <laughs> yeah. Greet them with a little yeah. <laughs> chant. And then they go rock and stone forever <laughs> or whatever it is. But, uh, yeah, it's like, I think that they've succeeded in, in making a game, uh, that's very co-op friendly. And, um, from what I've been reading on Reddit, they're, they're actually very responsive to the community. Uh, in fact, the release notes for this latest version, version 1.0 have like five community requested, um, things that they added to the game cool so that's it's very cool so definitely enjoyable game give it a shot uh the one thing i do want to mention that if is if you play it on pc uh get it from the windows store not steam it's available on steam as well and i think that's their primary development development platform for releases or primary platform for releases but uh, the Steam version cannot cross-play with the Microsoft stuff, whereas Microsoft Store, Windows can cross-play with Xbox. Yeah. So just just keep that in mind. But uh, outside of that, um, I have done a little bit of Fortnite, and um, I, I did want to say that we talked about oh, what is it, Forza Street last week. It got uninstalled this week off my phone yeah yeah it's uh a big space hog it's like over two gig is it really oh yeah it's huge at least i thought it was but uh remove that too because it's it's not worth it (laughs) yeah but i did install forza street on my computer i haven't tried it yet so i was gonna just check it out i'm like is it the same as oh probably I can't see it being the same style of gameplay. It's got to be a driving game. But uh, yeah, I was going to check that out. And then I did try that crossword game that you mentioned. The yeah. theme one, whatever Yeah, it was called. It's Not decent. Bad. It's decent. Yeah. The more I've played, I think I had just started it that day or the day before. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm, it's like now that I'm playing it more than past the one or two days, I'm starting to see that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's more of, um, you can put money into it if you wanted to unlock all these puzzles, yeah. but you can play free ones like every day. So, mm-hmm. but I'm seeing a lot of repeated things. So oh, yeah. I, I have a feeling that one's going to go away for me pretty soon too. Cause yeah. it's just like, it's like every other puzzle. It's like, Oh, that, that clue was in the one just before it. Like, you know, it's like mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff being reused. So it's weird. like it's generating them from a pool of stuff and it just gets it all to fit together and it'll reuse. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I started playing a couple of weeks ago um, a crossword style game, but it's not a crossword. And well, it's like, what the hell are you talking about, Rob? <laughs> what is it one or the other but there's a game called cody cross c-o-d-y cross and it's like crosswords but and it's very much like that uh crossword one that you played you know as as you answer things it kind of fills in some letters Uh later on and um but the nice thing about cody cross is 
you don't have all the different, you know, across and down and it's like shifting all over the place. And, uh, because they're all like in a row or, Hmm. yeah. So it might have like 15 questions, right. Or 15, uh, things you need to solve. Right. And all of the words that you're solving are the same length. And uh, it does the same thing. It fills them in. No, just check it out. It's called Cody Cross, C-O-D-Y Cross. And it's uh, it's different. And I think it's a little easier to manage than your traditional crossword. And uh, thankfully, uh, with either of these two, at least for me, I, I usually just get wrecked by crosswords. Like the ones in the newspaper. I'm lucky yeah. if I like answer three of the <laughs> questions. That's why I like the themed ones. I'm like able to answer a lot of stuff because it's a topic yeah. I know or something. It's yeah. <laughs> it's like what cat does a I mean what sound does a cat make? Starts with an M. It's like, oh, I know that one. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to, you know, what was Shakespeare's third cousin? in this or that thing and it's just uh a pain who was the lone ranger's nephew's horse (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) it's victor by the way (laughs) okay (laughs) but uh yeah i I think it's about it so here let's get rolling i want to i want to one thing real quick here um i do want to mention one more thing about deep rock galactic so it was funny today. I jumped into a game. Uh, I just kind of like, well, we'll just join a random game. And I decided, let's see what a, we've played hazard two, hazard one and two. And I'm like, let me see what a hazard three is like. And it goes up to five. So, you know, that's the challenging. So I'm like, okay, it's going to be a little harder, but we'll see. Well, that that's the game I jumped into is what the guy you said that was level 800 something. Um, Oh, come on. It just signed me out. Um. Anyways, um. Thank you. Google. I so I, I got in with these guys like that were way above my level, and it was funny because the drop pod came in and exploded, and the 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 drop the escape pod, if you will, was right there, and so I'm standing there and I'm shooting all these spiders and stuff and monsters that are on it, and then I can see that the ramp's down, and I'm like, well, that's I want you know Weird. did they just get here? So I jumped over towards it and the other three guys are standing on it and I walk up and the game ends. So <laughs> I was, as they were getting in to leave, I was dropping into the game. And as the game ended, I popped an achievement for surviving a, ha- a hazard level three mission from start to finish. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> nice. And then, so I stayed with that group because I wanted to actually play a level three. And the next one, mission was kill three um dreadnoughts the dreadnoughts are brutal yeah they're hard on level on on hazard one and two they're huge and we had to take out three of them so yeah well we dropped in right into two of them like right off the bat that's like the first thing we're doing is fighting two of these well these guys were so good we took out both dreadnoughts that are a level three or higher within we took out two within five minutes that's an achievement i got that achievement too i was like oh wow this is all because of these guys 
Oh, wow. Um, and then we had to go find the third one, but um, it, it was impressive. It was just really neat to play with such high level people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, like when I went down, they still come get me. Um, it was a really like they're, they're, that's one thing I've noticed you were talking about. It does, the game does encourage teamwork. Now I've seen some stupid people and Rob has heard me complain about them, but, uh, for the most part, it seems like people are very willing to help. They come to get you up. I was in a game where, well, Rob and I were playing the other day, I think with your son. And then we got a fourth and I was trying to get him to come and join our, our party, but he didn't have a mic, but I was telling Rob, I said, he, he kind of is coming over to me or he's hitting the like button, like, follow me, follow me. So I was following him and then he would point with his laser thing up to something. And I was like, oh, he's, he's actually communicating with us with the in-game abilities. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, there's something we need up there. So I zip lined up there and grabbed it because he couldn't. And then I came back down and he would take off and Hey, over here, I found some more stuff. He was the scout. And so it was interesting. He was working with us, even though he couldn't talk to us. So again, and it's really nice when you get in a group that works like that. So absolutely. As opposed to like a lot of games where, you know, I'll use Fortnite as an example. Like you get in a squad of four people there's so many games where it's basically like four solos. Yes. Yeah. You know, nobody sticks together. They just kind of do their own thing. But, uh, you know, worst case, they don't even revive. <laughs> they don't even revive you. They just like, leave yeah. you. and in this game, you know, there is definite, um, you know, there's advantage to keeping your teammates alive. Eg- exactly. And so, you know, just they the might be thing. the one to revive you on the exit. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. Retreat out. So at some point everybody goes down, right? Yeah. Everybody gets wiped out because they were in a, the wrong place at the wrong time. But you know, the, the classes just work well, so well together. They do you know, just, um, the driller being able to drill and then like you being able to get to high places, but you benefit from platforms and yeah. And uh, same thing, like my well, son. Well, the he scout, always, like he can, yeah. I know your son plays the scout and he was like zip lining up, but asking you to put a platform up there yeah. because he can't, I don't think you can, I'm not sure. I don't think he can mine when he's on the zip line or I mean on his, uh, uh, no, because no. his hook with, with the grappler, with the, yeah. you basically go and I want to say you detach. So it's not like the zip line where you can stay up there. Right. Yeah. So he needs to either have a zip line to jump on or a platform. Yeah. So it's, and I love that the scout can just put a, a the light up on the ceiling. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh man. It's like, cause you know, your flares <laughs> go, cause up. you're in the dark. So, but anyways, yeah, I, I don't want to get too far back on that. Cause I'm going to talk a little bit about some tips for the game for anybody that might be new to trying it mm-hmm. later, but just uh wanted to mention yeah. that <laughs> all right here so let's get rolling with the uh with the topics so uh first up um there was a interesting article that i saw now of course i can't find it where the heck was it where uh it talked about the strategy of microsoft with the next generation xbox and uh there was an article in business insider that uh, talked about it this week and you know a lot of the stuff we kind of know right just 
you know, what their plan is, you know, they're hitting everything from multiple angles, right? You know, they're looking at uh, the streaming, they're looking at the console sales, you know, they're looking at PC, right? Uh, they're looking at the service uh, aspect of it with Game Pass and Ultimate. But uh, this article kind of put it in an interesting perspective that, you know, we normally think, all right, next generation consoles are just around the corner and Microsoft wants you to buy it, right? They are coming out this new system. They got to get you in that ecosystem. But the way that Microsoft is positioning this is really interesting because in many ways, does it really matter to them if you buy the new console, right? You know, you could argue maybe a little bit, but the thing is, hardware is so last generation, right? It's so generations one through three where now it's all about services. It's all about the ecosystem. Kind of like what, you know, Apple has kind of like what Google's trying to do where they're trying to get you into their ecosystem and that's where you have everything. And, you know, they want you to, you know, stick around and buy phones, of course, but the phones are just a gateway to the service. So, you know, when it comes down to sales, does it really matter? You know what I'm saying, Mark? It's if, right. Let's say if the new console, you know, doesn't outsell Sony again, right? If that happens again, does it really matter for Microsoft? Because does it really matter? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> they're hitting people from all angles, right? So if you're a console gamer, hardcore, you want the best possible experience, you know, you're going to get the console where I think at least you should, if you have a system or, you know, like a PC or anything, uh, that can, you know, hook up to the streaming services, you can consume game content through there, right? You don't need that new hardware. You might not have this. I mean, you probably won't have the same experience. And it's going to be very reliant on your internet connection, you know, whether it's, you know, 5G or, you know, cable or whatever, hopefully not dial up. (laughs) (laughs) That that is still around, by the way. But uh, who would have that? I I know. Nobody listening to this show. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, I forgot what I was saying now. But, oh, yeah. So, you know, they have the consoles. They have the streaming services to get everybody else. And the thing I was wondering about as well was, could you potentially, I don't know if you would really want to do this, but could you potentially stream new titles on an Xbox one? I don't see why not. Right. Well, yeah, you can stream basically anything. Yeah. That's what it's geared. That's what it's going to go for. I mean, eventually I mean, think about it, like movies, right? Mm-hmm. Music, movies, books, everything's in the cloud. Games is the next one to go there. You know, we're going to see, uh, Jason, I know you're going to hate to hear this. Uh, I know you already know it, as you just built up your game room um, with all 10,000 plus games you have in that official game room now. But eventually you're, you're not going to be able to buy physical copies, you know? Oh, um, stuff, and man. it's like, 
even now, like Rob, you and I, we do a lot of digital, right? I, I get everything digitally yep, and have been for what five years now or whatever since the Xbox One came out. Not a single physical copy of a game have I bought, but they're all digital. So I quote kind of own them. That's going to go away because everything's just going to be streamed. Like right now, it's like I buy movies on a digital service. But again, if that service ever goes away, so does the movies. You know, look at Microsoft right. with their numerous music platforms that have gone away. <laughs> you know, Zoom. Um, yeah. So, you know, like iTunes is probably pretty safe. And, you know, um, there's others out there that have been out there for a long time. But how many people use uh, Pandora and uh, Spotify, right? Those are all streaming services to get music. Uh, we we stream all our movies. Netflix is streaming. We don't own anything. It's all subscription based, you know, and that that allows and that's what I think these devs want to get to is where they control it, you know, and because then there you you can't like hand a game over to a friend or, you know, they can they can control what you can and cannot do with it. But again, it's going to end up all being streamed at, at most likely at some point. Mm -hmm. That's just where it's going. That's what everything else is doing. Oh yeah. So, and I, I've heard from several people that have been tried uh, the, um, well, I think there was Brun talk was Brun talking about it last week about, yeah, he tried yeah. Stadia or the, is it Stadia? Is that the I Google? Tried Stadia. Yeah. And then have tried X cloud and it was very impressed with X cloud. Yeah. Like, like, wow, this actually works. So, you know, if you got the infrastructure there, just like you, you know, it's needed for a Netflix or um, Hulu and all that. They've got to have the infrastructure to be able to do it, and I think uh, I think they will. I think mm -hmm. it'll. That's where we're going to be. Yeah, and it's a dramatic shift for us old timers, and I'll I'll yeah. call us that because you know we went so many years of you know I have to have it. Yes. Right. I mean, I'm still the same way, like with my podcasts that I listen to. Like my phone is loaded with podcasts. It downloads new podcasts every morning at like 6 a.m. <sighs> and I have to have them locally. The program that I use has the ability to stream, but I never do. You know, it's like <laughs> I I need to have it on my device. And that was the thing always, like when I would travel, I would want to put movies on my laptop so I could watch them. Oh, I still do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are, I have it um, downloaded for when you're on a plane. <laughs> so yeah, there are some reasons to do that. Right. But like my son, for example, I'm sure he would never consider loading something on his device because why would you? Right. right. Because if you want to listen to a song, you just, just search for it. it and hit play. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not, okay, I need to rip the CD and I need to put it <laughs> on my storage, which is a stupid waste of storage, I guess. <laughs> and, but anyway, so, you know, Microsoft has been built slowly in this past uh, generation, I think been building out their ecosystem. So it's included, right? The yep. Xbox brand, of course, Game Pass, is their service, their Netflix-like service. And then, you know, of course, we got the benefit of Ultimate. X Cloud 
streams to basically every device. We've got Xbox Live that's been around for multiplayer. They've got Mixer, right, for yep. watching the content. And so with all that in place, you know, does it matter if they outsell Sony? And here's a question for you. It, it does, do, depending on what uh, media or news news media outlet you listen to what fake news <laughs> yeah which fake news outlet yeah <laughs> but the gaming news is the same as the real world news it's all yeah, fake. <laughs> exactly but uh yeah the, the the thing that is kind of wondering you know kind of in my mind is is there still a console war or did microsoft like exit and say we don't care anymore it doesn't really matter to us. You, you, I, you know what I, mean? I don't, I do. I hear what you're saying. And my initial response is, I think you're right. I don't think that Microsoft views it that way anymore, but it's still hard to like, again, it's, it's, it's hard we've to go. grown up. You and I have grown up in like, this is the way the business works. So it's hard for me to go. Yeah, they're, they've moved on and they've got a different outlook, but I was reading an article or an interview with Phil Spencer just a week or two ago, and he was talking about how, you know, Microsoft has really, and I'm going to say Phil Spencer, has had a huge impact in the world of gaming. Crossplay has been a Microsoft, a Phil Spencer desire, you know, then he started with Nintendo. Like Sony's like, nope, stay away. We're our own thing, right? So he worked with Nintendo and they started doing that and they're doing crossplay with PC, you know, which they can do because they, you know, that they own windows. Right. So, and, and once it's like people caught on and I'm like, Hey, this is cool. Like, I loved it. I've got three kids that have Nintendo switches and those three can jump into the same game of Fortnite while I'm on my Xbox and we all play together. That is awesome. Like that is the way it should be. Console agnostic. Just let us play the games. Why can't Call of Duty people play with anybody that's playing that same game of Call of Duty or Fortnite or Doom or Deep Rock Galactic or, you know, like the fact that the Steam version of Deep Rock Galactic doesn't allow you to play with other people. It, it, to me, it's like that's so, that's old school. That's not the new way of thinking. That's not where video games are. Video games are you buy it once. It stays in your collection. You can play it whenever you want because of backwards compatibility. You don't need to bust out the old consoles. Um, you take your library with you. You play your friends no matter where they're at. Sony is finally starting to get on board with that. Um, you know, and they were totally against it. Maybe out of and necessity. I think, out of, yeah, probably. Yeah. They, they realize it's like everybody else is doing it and we're kind of being left in the dust. You got you to gotta kind of do it. And because even people on the Sony side want it. We're all gamers. It's not a, you know, and I, I think it's an, it's real impressive. Like Phil Spencer has been one to congratulate Sony on, you know, milestones that they've reached and Nintendo when they reach, he goes out publicly on Twitter and congratulates them. Like, that's awesome. He has their systems. You know what I mean? It's like, he's a gamer. Yeah. He loves playing games and this is what he wants. He's just like, I just want to play games with my friends. I don't care where you buy that and he even said i don't care if someone decides they want to buy a playstation and buy call of duty there 
I still want to be able to play with my friend when I'm on an Xbox. Yeah. You know, we need to remove those hurdles and say, you can only play with this group of people. Right. I mean, if you really want to go old school, isn't that kind of like racism <laughs> consulism, right? You're segregating only these people can play with these people. And you know, those people over there are no good. And those people over there aren't any good. Like we need to grow up and get out of that mentality. I, I don't care. Like, I just want to play with good people. I don't care what system you're on. It's like with my buddy, Bo, it's like, he kind of said, no, I, he went, got off Xbox for quite a while and went to the PlayStation route. And now he's back and wants to play games. And it's like, dude, I would have played all the last several years games with you, but you were on a different system and the games weren't cross play. It's like, I don't care what system he plays on. I just want to get him in the game. Exactly. You know? So I think that's an amazing strategy. I think it's they've done a lot to change the ideas of what the video game world really is and how it should be. And I mean, I think it's going to go down in history that Phil Spencer, if there's a video game hall of fame, he's going to be in it. Yeah. He's had a huge impact on this industry for all consoles. No, I, I totally agree. So, and like when, when they bought Minecraft, you know, I, I read that he had a conversation with Sony and they're like, Oh, I guess you're going to take a, a game off uh, Sony. And he's like, no, why would I? He's like, your gamers enjoy Minecraft. We're going to continue to, have it here for them we want their money too <laughs> well yeah that's another i mean it's like yeah. why limit your audience you know the oh, consoles yeah. for all intents and purposes the ps4 and the xbox one if you want to count pixels okay then uh, the original day one releases yeah one had more pixels than the other did it impact my gameplay no did i still love my console yes did playstation 4 owners love their console yes why can't we just play the same games? Like I want to be where um, I want to pick my console because, Oh, I like this controller better. I like this service better. I, whatever. I like the OS better, whatever the, the hardware shouldn't matter. The games should all be interconnected. And that's what we're getting to. And we're getting to online and cloud that works. Um, and not this like weird stuff that stadia is doing where it doesn't quite work. And, devs don't want to develop for them because there's all kinds of problems with it. And it's like Microsoft's been in cloud for a long time. Sony's jumping into there using Microsoft's cloud services for their, their strategy. They're all coming together to be friends and said, let's just work together and make it better. Better together. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. And so, I was just thinking, so anyways, that was a really long response to yes. your question that I don't think I did answer. Because again, you and I are so used to the console wars, but I think Phil and everything I just said has worked hard to try to like, let's just grow up. We can work together and be stronger for all our customers. All our customers are going to benefit. Let them pick the hardware. You want to compete then compete on your hardware, but the games are third party for most of it. Yep. Right. You, you can have your first party stuff to try to boost the sales of your hardware, but all the third-party stuff should be cross-platform. And we're starting to see that. And those devs like that, you know, the, those, those like, you know, EA has got to love it. And Ubisoft's got to love it because now you've got, instead of saying, well, I've only got this many players on this platform. It's like, Whoa, 
on PC, Switch, and Nintendo, Sony, Microsoft, you know, you look, wow, I've got 100,000 people out there playing and they can all play together. As I'll tell you one thing, I like playing with people that are on Switch and mobile when it comes to Fortnite. <laughs> yeah. Easy pickings. <laughs> yes, sir. So it was funny. I, I finally figured that out because, like, my daughter is like, she plays on her Switch all the time. She goes into solos all the time on Fortnite and she wins all the time. And I'm just like, she's not a gamer. Like, she really, you know, this is like the first thing that she's really gotten into on video games. Mm-hmm. And it's because her friends play it. She's got yeah. some friends that play it and she'll, she'll play it by herself now. And she wins all the time when she's in duos or solos or I'm just like, what's going on here. And then I realized, Oh, she's on a switch. She's probably playing with a lot of mobile players. <laughs> There's well, probably very true. few PC players. Cause I know when we go in and I'm playing with, with my kids, dude, we, we always finish first, you know, it's like I never go down. I never die. It, it's rare. It and if it's and if I do, it's because I'm doing something stupid. <laughs> yeah, you get a little too cocky and yeah, it's like, oh, this guy's shooting at me, bold. but I'm gonna go grab this coin over here first. Yeah. <laughs> Cause they can't kill me. Oh uh, no, they can, but yeah. So anyways. Um, it's funny. My my son was playing the other day and I was watching him. And so he's running up this um stairway. And he sees this guy that's holding a pickaxe. So uh-huh. he switches off of his gun to his pickaxe and he starts hitting him. Then the guy turns around and kills him. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you hit him with your pickaxe? Why did you just shoot him? Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, I don't know. That's, that's the kind of stuff that like usually gets like I killed, you know, it's like, you get too bold. You do something like ridiculous that you never yeah. should. Have, and it's like, oh, I died. Go figure. <laughs> but anyway. Knives I, only. Yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> the last thing I wanted to mention is you, we can almost guarantee that as soon as like the new systems come out, if X cloud is out, that there's going to be videos. I'm playing Xbox on my PS5. <laughs> Because oh yeah! Somebody's gonna figure out how to stream X Cloud or something <laughs> uh, through there, and you know we can pretty much expect that. I don't know if it'll happen right away, but it'll it'll happen at some point. But again, uh, I mean, you know, I'd be fine to have a Sony app on my Xbox, sure, that would allow me to just launch it and go into PS Now or whatever they're gonna call it and play the Sony exclusives. You know, because if they're streamed, it doesn't matter. You're just streaming the video. It doesn't matter what you're playing on anymore. So, and Sony would now have me as a subscriber to their system too. Again, it's going to benefit them because like, I'm not going to go buy a console and, and all this type of stuff to play a couple of things, but I would probably subscribe. And if there's nothing to play, I'll just unsubscribe and come back when I, there's something good out there to play. And they're going to get money from someone who normally they wouldn't. Yeah. And that would be the same having an Xbox app on the Sony. You know, these are all the same. You just, you know, your buttons might be, you might have to learn what, what buttons, what, you know, but that's not that hard to figure out. Right. So, or just go buy a, yeah. go buy a Sony controller or something that's got their buttons on it. <laughs> labeling. So, you know, sure. the shapes. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get rolling.
So our short show has already been in almost an hour. I think. You jinxed us. I told you. <laughs> well, you talk too much. That okay, was just our I'll, first. I'll that was our first thing. Yeah, I won't speak again. It's all good. So, um, uh, a couple announcements uh, recently, uh, Game Pass related. Alan Wake was announced for Xbox Game Pass. Did we mention this? I think we. I think there was a rumor last week. <laughs> but it's coming on the twenty first, uh, and then um, some interesting news about Daisy. In particular so um there was a press release i was trying to see where this came from uh from the daisy folks and it says daisy reports hundreds of thousands of new players after becoming available on the xbox game pass <laughs> the hardcore survival game is flourishing now more than ever and has become one of the most played games on xbox game pass users can access the game for free and they can also purchase the base game and its DLC for a discounted price. Um, and then uh, it goes on to just give some details about uh, the game. Now, what's interesting about this is that this just shows like the power of a game going into Game Pass. Because we talked about this a couple weeks ago where there was a developer that put their game straight into game pass and they were basically saying it was a great thing because sometimes you wonder, it's like, you know, are these guys getting scammed or are they missing out? But the exposure that they get with their game can be crazy. And so here's Daisy. Daisy has been out for a while. And the fact that it's infusing new life into the game is just a wonderful thing, you know, for everybody all the way around. So, you know, there's lots of stuff that can happen with Game Pass, right? You know, people benefit from it, but developers also benefit from it because you know that these guys, um, you know, the, the Daisy folks, you know, they're getting added interest and added money, <laughs> right? From yeah. DLC and who knows whatever else that, uh, you know, that they're, that they're picking up, you know, essentially... You know, especially for a game that's been out for a while and, you know, could largely be considered, like, to be waning, right? Because... I would think so. All right, folks, uh, we had a little technical issue there with our recording system, but uh, we're back, and uh, we'll just keep moving along. We pretty much wrapped up that last section as uh, as we're finishing up there. But uh, and next thing I wanted to mention is they made an announcement today, or Epic made an announcement today that Fortnite is going to arrive day one or right in the beginning at launch at, uh, for the PS five and Xbox series X. This is a big surprise, isn't it? Yeah. What's, what's going to arrive. I mean, that mean they're doing something Fortnite. No, it's going to be the Fortnite uh, um, game that's built for the new platforms. You know, so like for Xbox, it won't be like the old back compat version, right? running the xbox one code it'll be native series x so hmm? oh i guess the good thing is oh oh yes hold on what am i even saying this is the greatest news ever that means instant on 
No loading screens. <laughs> no five minute waiting to get into the freaking game. There you go. This is the greatest. All of a sudden it clicked ding. This is what I was ding talking it. about. The light bulb. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm all over this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So oh. <laughs> I think this is no shocker, you know, based that the game is like so huge. What? 350 million players. Whew. Yeah, 350 million registered players, which is just nutso. That's got to be close to Minecraft, I would think. But anyway, uh, so it's uh, it's going to be out. Um, nice. Let's see, what's next? Uh, the May update for Xbox came out, and it added uh, a couple of new things, including genre and player count game filters. And one thing I noticed today, um, I'm on the Insider program. I don't remember this before. Maybe I'm just not observant with this kind of stuff. But I clicked on a game, and it actually brought up like a new card, where it like gave some gave some game info and stuff like that. And then I could hit play. Did you ever see that? No, I'm not in the preview yeah. program. Yeah, I know I updated. I, I want to say yesterday, so it might have been as part of the update yesterday. But, uh, yeah, so there's new filters uh, available to everybody. Uh, this is kind of cool. Three new games were revealed. Uh, three classic games were revealed by Double Fine as coming out for the Xbox. And they would happen to be Full Throttle Remastered, Grim Fandango Remastered, and Day of the Tentacle Remastered. So these were some incredibly popular games. Out of those, I, I know I played Full Throttle all the way through, and I really enjoyed it. It was like a motorcycle gang, futuristic, you know, animated game. It was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And the other two have gotten tons of great press and awards, acclaim, and all that good stuff. But uh, they're going to be about $15 each which isn't too bad and uh you know look for these games uh when they come out so that's pretty cool have you ever played any of those uh no i haven't okay now here's a game that i can for the very first time yeah absolutely (laughs) now this was kind of interesting and i know it got a little bit of chatter the past few days this is a big controversial topic there's a game um that got shut down a year or two ago called the culling do you remember this game i do not so it's by uh zaviant so they shut the game down and they're bringing it back so the servers went uh online today may 14th it's out on Xbox One, and it's a battle royale, you know, on an island kind of thing. Graphics are kind of meh, I would say, uh, at best. Uh, you know, definitely, I think they're not up to par with even Fortnite, definitely not with any of like the War Zones or Apex Legends, right? Or any of those other ones. But, uh, you know, it's an island and, 
you know, Battle Royale, what more can I say? Definitely has some new twists to it that the other games don't have. But the thing that is most controversial about it is that it, so if you never played the game, the game is $6 to purchase. You get one free match per day. And then to play beyond that, you have to spend tokens. And the tokens can, um, you can acquire those several different ways. Winning gives you a token. And then you can buy packs of three tokens for a dollar, 10 for $3, or 20 for $5. You can also get uh, passes. Um, a seven day pass is $2 or a 30 day pass is $6. So, yeah. So here's, I'm kind of wondering where they go, where they're going with this thing. Right. Cause you know, there's a lot of people that are definitely hooked on battle royale style games, you know, insert game here, whatever it is. Right. And it's literally like game after game, after game, after game, after game. So now they're offering this game that's super cheap while, you know, $6 for the game. If you've never played it before, now other games are free, right? Like that's Fortnite. That's what I thought. <laughs> yeah. So they're charging for this game and they're charging to play, although you could potentially win for free <laughs> plays. Uh, I don't know what the chances are of that. But so they're charging you to play. And then the game doesn't look as good and it doesn't seem as interesting, at least to me. And there's a lot of screaming. Like if you ever watch the trailer, all it is is like screaming because people like most games are silent, right? You get shot. There's not really much that you hear, like especially in Fortnite. Right. The players don't talk at all. And here it's like, ah, you know, it's like everybody's like screaming in pain. So I wonder if that's like some, some of the draw as well but uh you know fortnite for example they get all their money from skins and emotes that's their way so these guys are trying to cash in on playing or paying to play so i don't see how that can be successful exactly that's what i was going to ask you i'm like so this game got shut down for a year so how long was it shut down did they say um was it because of the pay to play model like i don't understand how why isn't it free to play then if you've got a you got to pay six bucks to play once a day and then if you want to play more than that you gotta that seems like like they can't do that Mm -hmm. like they would have that should be a free to play and then like all these mobile games where it's like oh well you can buy more hearts to keep playing that if the game was free then i could understand that better but I still don't see what the point is because people are going to go play the games that they can play for free all day long that they have been. Mm-hmm. I don't know. seems weird. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this... Uh, let's see here. Yeah, it got pulled after launch. The studio issued an apology saying that the game is not up to snuff. The launch was not successful. It's not the game that you asked for. Yeah. So that's just really strange. It's like they took the game down, 
worked on it for another year and made it pay to play. I mean, in a world where these games are free and people are used to paying like virtually nothing on mobile for games. Yeah. Or suffering through ads. I, I just don't see how this will work. But time will tell, right? Yep. We'll see. One one way or another. All right. But so it gets pulled again. Yeah. Yeah. It's, eventually they're going to shut down or maybe you know they got some venture capital money or something like that on a novel new way for a game you know to be funded and it's like you know six months later down for the second time we'll see we'll see what happens all right you got a couple of things you want to talk about oh i suppose i do um so i just want to mention that um tony hawk pro skater one and two are coming to Xbox One on September 4th. Um, they're they're radically remastered. Um, so if uh if that is of interest to you, they're gonna be 4K resolution. Um let's see, on the Xbox One X with updated enhanced graphics running at a frame rate crisper than a perfect 50-50 grind, 60 frames per second. So so uh, you're going to get the original levels, skaters, tricks, models, and songs, plus new ways to play, including online multiplayer. So that's kind of cool. It's not, I mean, beyond a remaster, they're also adding multiplayer online. So that's kind of cool. So for you fans of uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, you got that to look forward to. Um, next, I saw this. Uh, we don't really have a lot of kart racing on Xbox. So there's a game co- called cart rider drift uh this is gonna have a closed um you can sign up for the closed beta on xbox one now this is uh this is the latest iteration in the cart rider franchise it's a free-to-play racing game with a global audience of over 300 million players (laughs) so you were just talking about minecraft numbers uh or uh fortnite Fortnite. numbers Mm -hmm. these guys got some numbers too um with fierce competition and huge fans of the kart racing genre, the kart racing franchise has made revolutionary changes to ensure an expansive, accessible, and engaging game that appeals to newbies and diehard racing fans. Uh, the closed beta will start June 3rd. You can sign up now and pre-download the game to get a head start on June 1st. Um, this is going to have endless opportunities for customization, seasonal updates featuring new carts, characters, skins, tracks, and more. Uh, competitive gamers will appreciate speed mode demanding precision controls and a high skill level to succeed and cross-platform functionality means no barriers this is what we were talking about about earlier anyone with a pc or an xbox one can participate and play with friends anytime anywhere nice so this um let's see where is the link for this um you can go over to the official cart rider website cartrider.nexon.net yeah n-e-x-o-n.net correct so head over there and uh uh grab it sign up for the beta um last thing i had and uh uh, not to (laughs) not to dig this into the ground (laughs) yeah every game we like we do this too so who cares yeah (laughs) not to dig deeper into this but we're gonna dig deeper and better with these tips for deep rock galactic um I, I, I'm not going to go fully into this. I just wanted to, like, I know Brun is new. I know Bo is new to this as of today. 
if others out there are looking at this game and, and wondering more about it, um, uh, I just wanted to give you guys some tips and Rob and I can, we'll, we'll comment on these, but, um, so the first one is it's the first thing you're going to notice is it's dark. Um, you do come with an endless supply of rechargeable flares. Um, you're, and I would recommend getting, cause you can, you start out with what? I think three flares, not enough, not enough, but you can upgrade to get an additional one. Um, and then you can also upgrade the flares so that they last longer. Um, you definitely don't want to leave that to the last thing you upgrade. Um, those are real important. Um, the scout class has a flare launcher. So again, they can, they can put that on the ceiling and it just really illuminates the, the area Six. for others. Yeah. So, um, you don't want to let the darkness surround you. Um, like, like we were talking earlier, you could plummet to your death. Um, you never know when the floor is going to just disappear. So or worse yet, you fall somewhere where others can't get to. Yeah. So easily. So keep, keep your, uh, flares a uh, handy, um, make yourself comfortable. You can destroy everything around you and you can use it to your advantage. So when you, when you see something above you and you're like, Oh, I want to go mine that gold. If you are not, if you don't have the zip lines and you want to save your zip lines for, you know, like me, I, I try not to use them to get material unless we really need it. Um, I try to save them for well, how do we access a certain area that, you know, but, um, you can, you can make stairs into the, to the rock and, and kind of climb your way up there. And if a ledge is too high, then just chip away and make a staircase. Um, you know, you do have your characters. Some characters have different ways An engineer. I've seen Rob throw a platform down to jump up and get to a higher place. Um, you can zip line, you can, the scout can use his grapple hook. So there's, there's other ways to do that. Um, and the hard, so the next one is never get, never get lost or they say completely lost. It's very easy to get lost in this game. It gets confusing. Uh, earlier today, I was like, I, I'm going back over the same ground. I thought I was somewhere new and I see my old flares laying there. It's like, oh, I've been here. Um, there is a terrain scanner in the game that takes some getting used to. Um, I think that's one of the downfalls I personally, but it makes sense of why the, the, the terrain scanner is as it is. But once you figure it out and that you don't, you, so when you, when, <coughs> okay, I'm trying to forgot to say this. So the train scanner, it's, it kind of brings up a map, right? And it's like a scan of the cavern and you'll see passageways and stuff. And it's like, Oh, I got to get over there, but Oh, I got to go around and up, up and down. Not necessarily. You can, if you get your character facing like an egg, it shows on the map, you need to go get that egg. You can carve right through the tunnel, especially if you're a driller, you can just go straight through that rock. Um, so you can make your own passageways, but be careful that you don't drill right off of a cliff into oh, yeah. like into a chasm that's, you know, but uh, make sure you use that. Make sure you, especially if you're new, stick by your teammates because you will get, uh, attack and stuff like that. And your teammates can help, um, uh, know who your enemies are <clears throat> is the next one. Uh, they come in various shapes and colors, learn their weak spots, uh, their armored areas to get as many good shots. Like some of them, you can, a lot of the bugs will have these, they're especially the big ones, their butts will glow. So you, that's the, you want to get behind them to try to shoot them. Yeah. Do what? 
like a firefly kind of yeah but on the smaller versions of those you can still hit them from the front and they'll still take damage and die the real big ones completely armored your, your yeah. bullets will just fly off you're wasting ammo it's so you've wasted. got to work get behind them so know what you can shoot where you need to shoot it that'll really help you um make sure to upgrade your gear um go look at you, you can only carry so like say you're looking at your <coughs> your pistol you got to be certain ranks to unlocks like when you first start it you can give it like one you can equip one item but there you'll see two or three things in each slot you can only have one active at a time so make sure that when you're buying stuff don't buy like both the first you know both unlocks in the first thing because you can only you can only equip one so just equip the one that you want and then when you unlock the next one you'll have that money available to unlock the next one so you know come back later when you got plenty of money to uh maybe open up the others you do get skins and stuff by buying all the upgrades but again you can only use one at a time um like rob mentioned earlier this is a really good team game um work with your teams um communicate if you can um and, and you're going to get a lot better um they talked about r and r at the bar oh um, one thing one thing i just want to mention real quick yep there's some times where like we would there'd be like a couple people let's say like myself and i don't know let's say a gunner or you or whatever or or a scout we would like simultaneously walk into like a big cavern and then we're you know i see the other player kind of like looking up and then you know there'll be some nitro which is this mineral that you need to collect for supply drops oh you need to replenish yeah so I'll immediately like throw up a platform right under it. And then the other person zip just goes over there and he gets it. It's like no communication. It's like, it's really cool when you have that like interaction where people just like work together that, you know, they, yeah, they, they work together. It's, it's like one thing, like when you and I play, you know, we're in a Xbox party, so we're talking to each other, but you also get that communication or people are working together even when they're not directly talking to each other. And like you said, they'll use the in-game pointing and, you know, Hey, I found this over here. And then boom, you know, I just automatically know it's like, you know, he wants me to throw a platform up and I just do it. And it's all shared. So it's not like, Oh, I got to run and get the gold because it doesn't matter who mines the gold. The gold goes into the cart and that, that's that's everybody's gold. You're working, and there's things you've got to mine to be able to get out of them before they send the pod down your to come get you. Because yeah. you're stuck in that thing until you get your primary objective complete. And then there's a secondary objective. So if you can get that, you get bonuses. But it's not a it's not a ooh, I got to go get this loot. The loot is available for everybody in everything. So again, it, it's completely team. Keep that in mind. Um. If you in between missions, maybe someone's spending some time looking at their their gear, their wardrobe, styling a new mustache, and you're ready to go. You can go into the bar. You can there's a game where you can kick barrels through a through a, a ring. You can hit the jukebox and do some dance moves. You can have a beer. Um, 
be careful with some of them. There is one one beer that will uh, you will black out from, and you will stay blacked out for 20 minutes unless another player comes and revives you. <laughs> right, Rob? Not a good time. <laughs> Rob found out the hard way. <laughs> yes. But that was fun. I, I uh, for your your son last night. I was like, "Hey, come over. I got. I bought you a drink." And he grabs it. Bo- both Rob and I know it's going to happen. <laughs> so he drinks it and he gets to double vision and he's like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And he's like, "I only had one." And then he falls <laughs> down. <laughs> yeah. And he's burping like crazy and he's falling down. And then he's like, "Well, how long do I stay down?" And Rob's like, 20 minutes." <laughs> <laughs> So, but it's all fun. There's, there's little fun things to do. Um, but, but that's it. Um, you know, uh, you can always hit Rob and I up. If you want to join us, we'll be more than happy to help you guys out, um, play in your games and bring you along. So absolutely. But that's, those are just some tips and that's all I got. Here, let's uh, get rolling over into the community section. <clears throat> We've got uh, uh, a Facebook group that you can join. Uh, it's at, uh, the link to it is on our website, uh, thisxboxlife.com forward slash face, uh, Facebook. Or you can just search for This Xbox Life uh, within Facebook. And uh, to get access to the group, just answer two simple questions and we'll let you right in. It's a great community of folks on there. And uh, we also have a Twitter account. Uh, that posts when the show has been released. Also, if you'd like to leave us a voicemail, go to thisxboxlife.com and click on the voicemail widget on the right-hand side of the screen. Uh, alternatively, you can also send us an MP3 recording to contact at this Xbox Life. All right, so on to this week's retail releases. Uh, I did want what? to... Uh, I'm trying to find it. I was stupid. Uh, we had some new members this week, and I know Alan maybe it joined i'm trying to find i can see who this thing sorts by newest oh join date let me switch this uh yes so we've got i want to welcome jonathan hall rick dempsey and alan maybe to the group welcome so, welcome yep thank you for joining and uh, definitely join in in the conversations all right so once again on to this week's retail releases so for the week of may 12th through the 15th we had a bunch of stuff come out uh first up is hunt down uh this is an old school um side scrolling shooter uh xbox one x enhanced very pixelated but this is also out from coffee stain uh makers of deep rock and goat simulator or publishers of actually i think they made goat simulator but the publishers of the rest of them uh this one looks interesting the the trailer for it is funny did you, you watch this one right mark no it the the trailer for it the the guy says uh um like the cyborg um you know his 
blood type that he donates is everybody else's or something. You know, it just, <laughs> it's very much like uh, Chuck Norris style <laughs> uh, commentary in the beginning. So it looks interesting. It looks interesting. Uh, then we have Deep Rock Galactic, of course, that we've been talking about. That hit 1.0 on Wednesday. That is Play Anywhere and Xbox One X Enhanced. And uh, I normally play on my One uh, S that's attached to my computer monitor. But uh, I was watching my son play it on the X in the other room. And it's like, yeah, that's definitely enhanced. It's it's noticeably like uh, brighter and, you know, the colors are better on the X. Then we have uh, Island Saver, Dinosaur Island. Uh, that was on the 13th. Potata, Fairy Tower. Super Mega, Super Mega Baseball 3, Thy Sword, Ion Fury, this is uh, Xbox One X Enhanced, so this is uh, done by 3D Realms, the dudes that did uh, Duke Nukem 3D, so it's that style of gameplay, if you want like a retro uh, uh, game to play, and you like Duke Nukem 3D, you might want to check this one out. Then Emma, Lost in Memories uh, on the 15th. Tactical Champs on the 15th. And that is it. So a couple things here, uh, for me at least. Uh, definitely Deep Rock is interesting. Hunt Down looks interesting. And uh, that Ion Fury something interesting games with gold is doing a little switcheroo here um tomorrow or saturday when is switch it's going to be switching out on saturday so i'll read what we've got here so through the 15th we have knights of pen and paper for xbox one this has been around for a couple weeks now so it's leaving and it's going to be replaced by Warhammer 4000 Inquisitor Martyr. Then for the month of May, we have V-Rally 4. Uh, Sensible Soccer is leaving uh, back compat, and it's going to be replaced by Overlord 2. And uh, that's it for the games with gold. Uh, and lastly, if you make any purchases on Amazon, a great way to support the podcast is to use our affiliate link when you make your purchases on Amazon. Just uh, Click through our affiliate link either through our website or um, at the top of the like pinned post on our Facebook group. Uh, just do that every time you make your purchase on Am- purchases on Amazon. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and we get a little tiny uh, fee for sending uh, people their way. Uh, also, if you're an iTunes user, find us on the iTunes store. Give us a rating on there. It'll help promote the show, help more people find out about it and thanks to learned your lesson for the music. So that is it for episode 560. You have anything else you want to add, Mr. Mark? Um, yeah, and I'm trying to find it. Um, we just had another member join, uh, someone, you know, to our group. Uh, so uh, welcome to Michael. Oh yeah. <laughs> Michael Dowdy. Welcome to TXL Facebook group. Um, and there was another person so a member invited someone so one thing i found out is when you when you invite friends they just come i don't don't know it it it, i don't that like they never answer the questions i don't because i think it's like 
someone else is sending it and we need to approve it. And I just saw one and I can't find, I like went to look who it was that invited it to it. And they've been in our group for a long time, but hasn't, doesn't look like they've ever, I haven't commented in a very long time. So I was going to accept it and now I can't find it again. So if you have friends that you've wanted to get and join to the group, go ahead and resend those invites. And I'll, when I see that they came from somebody within the group, we'll accept those. Um, because we've already accepted you as not a spammer and hopefully you're not inviting spammers. So, um, if any of your friends aren't here that you submitted, please resubmit them and we'll take care of that. So. Okay. Awesome. That's it. Let's, let's keep it going. Let's get the group. No, we're at, uh, yeah. where are we? We are at 697 members. So let's get over 700 this week. Yeah, we've been over 700 before. We had a little bit of uh We've had a, a purge of some stuff, so. <laughs> yes. So, all right. So uh, I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next week. I'm Mark, a.k.a. Wingman 709, taking off.